This is episode 162 on The Herpreneur Show, and today it is a solo episode, and I am dedicating it to you. If you're a woman in your 40s and 50s, you're going through a change in your life, you're going through perimenopause, or you've gone through it and you're in menopause, today's show is all about cracking the code on weight loss and taming sugar and alcohol temptations. You're going to love it. Enjoy. Welcome to The Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum. And I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Okay, let's get into this. Today's interview is specifically for you if you know that you've been personally neglecting your body because you are run ragged, you're stressed, you want to get your body hot, you want to feel hot and sexy again, you want to get your waist back, you want to feel good, but goddamn, by the end of that day, you were buggered, you were exhausted, you have probably juggled a lot during the day and you're finding that you're a lot more stressed now in your 40s and 50s more than you've ever been. And today we're going to go into that. Today we're going to talk about how to help you curb those habits. If you go onto Instagram and maybe you've already seen it, there's a photo of me that's standing in at a swimming pool and it's on a 57-storey high building in Singapore and I'm in my swimsuit And let me tell you, I haven't had a photo in my swimsuit for a very long time. And I was like, I am feeling good. I have lost weight. You know what it's like, girls, when you have lost weight, you love going shopping again. You love trying clothes on. When you don't feel good, you just don't want to try clothes on. (laughs) I was buying a lot of shoes and a lot of handbags when I wasn't happy with my weight because they always look good. So anyway, there's a little story there about my weight loss journey and I did lose it quite effortlessly. Full disclosure, I normally always have a very clean diet, but it was my night time that would always trip me up and that's where the calories would stack on and that's why the weight stacked on. So for you, you're probably looking for your happy hit at night and unconsciously this normally happens. You know, it could be alcohol, it could be sugar, it could be processed foods, it could be Coca-Cola, it could be cheese and crackers. You know, pick your poison, you know what it is. And today we are going to talk about that and how to retrain your brain so you can kick those habits because let me tell you, those habits are deep, deep, deep. Today, we're going to go into first what's happening with your body and why you cannot lose weight like you did in your 20s and 30s. And the first thing I'm going to share with you is so groundbreaking and it's phenomenal when you realize this and how much estrogen plays a part in your weight gain and where body fat is distributed in your body. Because in our teens, that's when we get the surge of estrogen. Obviously, all us women know that. And this is the kicker. Estrogen actually tells your body where to store fat. Hence why when we move into our teens, we start to get body fat in the back of the arms, on our hips, on our bunties, on our thighs, and never normally in our waist. Hence why young girls walk around, many of them with crop tops showing their waists off, 
and why as we get older, we don't. We're going to go into that as well. Now, there is a percentage of girls, and you might have been this girl, where you didn't actually have the waist. You did automatically put weight around your tummy. Now, if that is you, it's normally down to three reasons. The first one is normally the diet with the processed foods. And more and more with diets these days, and the more decades are going to come out, we're seeing more and more children overdeveloped in their tummy, you know, breast from the hormones in the food. So, and that's male and female. The second part is genetics or the third for a lot of women is actually a high level of testosterone. So normally girls from a European background and you can see they've got more darker facial hair, that means they've got a higher testosterone. They actually might have more hair on their back, on their shoulders. And normally those girls will have a thicker waist. So in our teens, we get this surge of estrogen. And guess what estrogen is? Estrogen is your vibrancy hormone. It's your socialization hormone. It's the one that gets you feeling high and happy. And if you think about, you know, a teenage girl, normally there's a vibrancy about her. So it makes sense, doesn't it, ladies, that when you start to decrease your estrogen, which is what happens in our 40s, in our 40s, we have a massive decline and it makes sense why depression is at its highest for women in the ages 40 to 55 because estrogen is naturally known as our happy hormone. Now, you know that your estrogen is dropping because a couple of things normally happen. The first thing is that you're not sleeping well. Your estrogen helps you go into deep REM sleep. When you're not going into deep REM sleep for long enough, you are not waking up feeling refreshed. You find that you're probably awake a lot of the night And this is part of that estrogen hormone. The second thing is that you're starting to put on more weight around your waist, around the front of your tummy. You're starting to get the pouch. And this is because the distribution of fat has changed because now estrogen is not saying, hey, guys, let's put the fat, let's put it out evenly, let's distribute it on the thighs, let's keep it on the back of the arms. No, you will find that you're starting to store more and more body fat in the midsection just like a man, because our beautiful estrogen, especially estradiol as part of the estrogen cohort, that has reduced. And this beautiful estradiol does make you feel vibrant. It does tell your body where to store fat. And this is why you see many women when they're in older age, they've lost their weight and they're more apple shaped. They've got more of a skinnier leg, skinnier arms, but they're rounder in the middle. Now it doesn't have to be that way. Okay. Because there are things that you can do to keep your waist more in check. It's just, it's stricter now. It's harder now. Though I've managed to get my waist back where I tell you what, it feels so damn good to actually want to go shopping and to see the clothes that I want to buy and actually wear, which I've stopped myself from wearing for a few years. There was a lot of baggy tops and baggy dresses I was wearing for a while there, covering up my little podgy tummy. Uh, But, you know, now it feels so good just to put a belt on and show that I'm wearing a belt with my jeans or to be able to tuck my shirt into my pants. If you do that, you know where I'm at, right? You know that you're normally wearing something nice and baggy, something blousy, so it covers your tummy. So this is feasible and it's not going to be in this podcast, but I will do a podcast specifically on specific types of food to put in your diet that truly do help you release stubborn fat 
and also some supplements. Now, these supplements I will be putting into a nutritional shake. I put about seven things into this nutritional shake. And I tell you what, as soon as I did that, it helped me shift. I was sticking on nine kilo fat loss. And then as soon as I put these extra supplements in, ones that help inhibit fat cell growth, one of them that shrinks fat cells. Um, and this is all from podcasts that I've done. If you go to episode, I think it's number four and number nine with Dr. Sylvia, Tara and fat flammation. I've grabbed all their stuff and put it into this shake. And I'm telling you, boom, I went from nine kilos to 14 kilos, pretty much that in, in I think a, a month. It just went boom, 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 boom. It helped eat away the fat, but I will do a different podcast specifically on that. Let's keep moving on to this about this reason why we're going through this physical change with our body. And even more importantly, how it's playing out in your lifestyle that's creating habits that you are looking for a specific hit and you're not getting it because this is what's happening. I said there was three things. The third thing is your vibrancy pill. Estrogen gives you your natural vibrancy pill. It's your high energy pill. I remember when I was, I think it was about 43 years old. I know exactly where I was standing in my house. And I remember saying to Pete, I just don't feel this happy buzz that I used to have. I used to be always such a real cheerful, happy person, but I just don't feel happy lately. Gosh, if only I knew then what I know now, that that was a really big sign that my estrogen had dropped. So I hope this is starting to resonate with you and you are starting to realize that you are normal, you're not going nuts. Estrogen, specifically the estradiol, you know, it displays, you really feel the difference. You're not going crazy. You are feeling more stressed. And this is where progesterone comes in because progesterone also drops. And progesterone is actually the chill pill. So if you think about these characteristics, you've got estrogen, which is the social little bunny, she's energized, and you've got the progesterone. And you know how, you know, 16-year-olds just seem really carefree, like they haven't got a worry in the world because the progesterone is really high. And so when you're starting to reduce your progesterone, you will find that you are feeling much more stressed. You're not feeling calm. You feel like you are pretty much a worry wart the whole time. So as you're going through perimenopause, and really this is a big sign at the start of perimenopause, you start having heavy flooding, lots of blood clots. Let's just say it's not pretty girls, but someone's going to talk about it, right? This is because the progesterone goes in peaks. It goes high, then it goes low. And for many of you, when it's the time of your menstrual cycle, you can't go anywhere because you have heavy flooding. You might be wearing the cap, the cup, the pad, the, the period pants. You're like, you've got it all because you just know that it's not safe for you to go out and especially not to wear white. Right? <laughs> uh, the thing is that progesterone, it kicks in about 75% more three to four days before you have your, your, your period, because that is designed to say, Hey, drop the eggs. Let's go girls. Let's drop the egg. Now during perimenopause, some months your progesterone's high, sometimes it's low and it's going bonkers. And the months that it's going bonkers, it's like, that's why you have those heavy floodings. Sometimes you might have just a normal period. And then the next month, it's like, it's heavy again. And you're trying to understand what's going on. But as everything's shutting up shop and you're getting in your fifties, or some of you might be a little bit even later, some of you might be early, then your periods start to go shorter and they're lighter and they might go for a day and then they're gone. And that's what menopause is. Menopause is once you have not had your periods for a year, then you are in menopause. So hopefully this is starting to make sense to you. Can you see 
Can you join the dots? If your misvibrancy has reduced, which is your estradiol, your estrogen, and your progesterone, who is the Miss Chill pill, has reduced, you can understand why now you walk in around more as a stress head, you get home from work or you get home from your business or you walk out of your office, if you're like me, you got your home office, and you're about to then start your next duty, which is cooking dinner for the kids or cooking dinner for yourself. And you're exhausted, you're tired, and your serotonin is low. So we are now looking for something to naturally boost our serotonin. And this is where we're going now about what the stress is doing within your body to now how it's playing out in your lifestyle. Because unconsciously, we are looking for a serotonin here. We're looking for something as a coping mechanism to help lift our mood. Now, we all know that we could lift our mood through exercise, but let's face it, some of you guys can't be bothered exercising at night. I'm a person I'd love to exercise in the morning, but if it's to do with dancing, I'll show up. I'll show up at night. And there's different types of exercise you can do. I did do a post on Instagram about the four different types of exercise and knowing how to exercise on your stress days. You do not want to go and do CrossFit or a HIIT class if you had a really high stressful day because that's taking you into your sympathetic system. You've got high amounts of cortisol and guess what? Cortisol also tells your body to store fat around your gut. So you're exercising and you're pushing yourself and you're wondering, why am I losing weight but I'm not losing around my gut? It's because the type of exercise that you're doing, you're actually probably better off to go and do a Pilates class, a yoga class, or sit down and do some meditation or just go for a beautiful walk around the block. Check out the houses in your neighborhood and just bring that sympathetic down. There's more about that. Go and check out Instagram if you want help around the exercise. But let's talk about the food because the food is normally where it's at and it's our go-to because food brings us into what's called complete satori. Satori means you are in the now. You're not thinking about anything else. So when you eat and you put something in your mouth for a matter of one to two seconds, it's very fast, you actually are thinking about nothing else except for that taste. And that is why food can be very addictive because it puts you into complete satori and you forget about your worries. The next thing is that food can create a serotonin hit, hence why refined sugar is highly, highly addictive. And it makes sense for women, especially in their 40s and 50s, why they start getting drawn to food and alcohol things that help them give an instant serotonin boost because they're lacking the estrogen, they're lacking the progesterone, and they're looking for something that's going to give them an instant hit. So let's talk about the four steps that create a habit and the four ways we can actually break it and retrain it. You form a habit after doing something twice and it gives you a serotonin hit at the end, and that's how you create a habit. So what we want to be able to do is retrain the brain so you're getting a serotonin hit with something that is better for your lifestyle and your choices. So I'm going to go through the four steps. The first one is the trigger. There is something that is triggering you once you finish work, once you walk out the door, once you walk out your office, whatever it is, when you walk into your kitchen, when you walk into your home, there's something that triggers you. Is it that you see it? Is it that there is a pattern that when you cook, you have something with you? So let's just say for me, on a Tuesday and Thursday night, when I hurt my back, I wasn't dancing at night. And I'd be home, I'd be tired, I'd be bored. The guys will be out doing soccer training on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. And I'll think, 
I'll have a glass of wine. That will actually make it fun while I'm cooking dinner. And then when I'm having that glass of wine, then I think, oh, I might have a bit of cheese with that, have a piece of chocolate with that. And before you know it, I am like having a great time with my glass of wine, cooking dinner, and boom, there's a serotonin here. So then that became a habit every Tuesday and Thursday night. Pete would say, we're going to soccer now. I go, okay, fantastic. Time for me to cook dinner. Walk in, bang. Oh, let me make it fun. Let me get a glass of wine. Let me get a piece of cheese. And before you know it, then the habit starts. Every Tuesday and Thursday, that was my little habit. And boom, started to put on the calories way too much and definitely regretted it every morning afterwards. Like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Oh, I was eating so good during the day and there I go. And now it all makes sense to me, but it didn't make sense before. And this is what I want to help you guys with. So the first one is there's a trigger. The trigger might be that you see the food. For example, Alan's snakes. If they are in my cupboard and I can see them, straight away I want them. Or there's an immediate visual trigger for me when I see that. Hide the enemy, ladies. One, don't bring the enemy into the house. But two, if it's in the house, hide it so it can't be seen. What is the trigger? What is the trigger that is making you go, it is time now to do X? I have a friend, she loves ice cream. She told me the other day, it was once she'd finished dinner, she would then go grab some ice cream and she'd sit down and watch TV. That is a habit. Peter, my husband, whenever he watches football, doesn't matter even if it's an 11 o'clock in the day, he would instantly go, right, need my barbecue chips and my Corona. Now, my husband is not a big drinker, but to see him have a Corona at 11 o'clock on a Saturday with a packet of chips, you know, it's, it's really weird. But that is his neural association and a habit that he has created when he watches football at home, there is corona and chips. You have a pattern. There's a trigger there. You can probably go through a lot of them, right? It might be when you go out for dinner, when you go out socializing, uh, when you catch up with a specific girlfriend. There's certain triggers that happen that create a different lifestyle effect. The second one is after the trigger happens, there's a thought and the thought is you thinking of that outcome. So first you've got the trigger, then you've got the thought. The thought is you in an instant have a visualization of how good whatever will be. There's a thought instantly. That's that neurotransmitter flying off. It happens within a second. The third part is the action. It's the step. It's you taking whatever it needs to go get whatever it is that you want. So you walk into let's just say my friend dinner's finished done the washing up go to sit down trigger is oh love some ice cream with this the thought is amazing is imagining the taste in the mouth then getting up walking to the fridge to open up the fridge door to get the ice cream we can change that response that response that action could be stopped in its tracks if let's just say the ice cream's not there. Let's just say the fridge door is locked. You can't open the fridge door. Let's just say that the ice cream is in the fridge out the front or out the back if you've got a spare fridge. It takes extra steps to go get it. It's something that interrupts the pattern and gets you out of your trance. Then you'll say, oh, hang on a second. That's right. I want to cut down on my ice cream eating. For me, it was about locking the cupboard door. So I would always have red wine in this cupboard and all I had to do was lock the door. So if I was like, okay, that's it. Boys are gone. Let me pour myself a glass of red wine while I cook dinner, walk over to the cupboard, I go to open it and oh, 
that the door won't open, right? Oh, that's right. So it's breaking the trance, it's breaking the trigger. Now, the third part is the reward. And the reward is the reason why you do this. The reward is never, ever normally as good as what it was the very first time you experienced whatever it was that you did that created the habit. However, everything you are doing for this habit is for the final step, is for the reward. What I want to ask yourself is what is the reward? What is it you're looking for? Take some time to do some deep journaling or even pause this now and just talk to yourself out loud if you're driving along. What is the reward that you're looking for? For me, I was bored. I was looking for fun. So how I have actually changed it is as soon as the trigger goes, and the boys are doing soccer now, and I've also got dancing on the Thursday nights, but still Tuesday nights, and how I changed it beforehand was as soon as they say, I'm going to soccer, you know, back in two hours, I would go, yep, cool. I would walk straight into the kitchen. The first thing that I do is I grab a can of mineral water. I buy a pack of 10. I have them sitting on the side of my door so it's easy for me to see. You want the things, the habits, you want the habits that you want to create to be easy to see and you want the habits that you want to break, make them hard to access, make it hard for you to get them. So I'd open up the fridge straight away. I'd grab the can, I'd crack it open and even just taking a sip instantly changes my mindset because I don't know about you, but for me, when I drink mineral water, I don't actually want anything. It's like, I don't know, it just is a reset. The other thing I do is I go, what is my serotonin hit? Ladies, this is important why you need to know your step four. I know that I want something to make dinner fun. So I put music on and I pump it loud and I am singing and I am dancing. And I'm telling you, as soon as that music comes on, I am not thinking about anything else except for let me sing my heart out. I'm sure the neighbors can hear me and I don't care. Let's get cooking. The thought does not even come to mind to go and get the glass of wine because I've interrupted the pattern with what my body is craving. It's craving some type of serotonin hit, some oxytocin of me feeling good and I've served that up. It could be that you are wanting to relax at night. I was saying with my girlfriend with the ice cream, she might be saying, hey, I'm wanting something sweet. I'm wanting something to relax me. So how easy could it be to get some fruit cut up, to have a cup of tea, cup of tea, instantly something warm helps relax you. If it's summer, could be a piece of fruit, could be a beautiful fruit salad. Have it cut up before you get the craving. So when you get the craving and if you go to the fridge, hopefully the ice cream is not there (laughs) and the fruit salad is already pre-made. You make the stuff before you get the craving. Don't expect to make it while you're having the craving. Make life easier for yourself. So hopefully that makes sense to you. We've got the trigger. Work out what your trigger is. You don't even have to know what the thought is, okay? The thought is related to the outcome. It's like, oh, that would be nice. The action. What is the action that you are taking? Are you getting in the car to drive to Coles, to the BP, to the corner shop to get your stuff? Hide your keys. When you get home from work, if you have the habit of going after dinner, I'm going to drive up to the shop and get something, hide your keys. Put your keys somewhere where you know, Oh, that's right. I've put them in a difficult spot because when I was in my strong mindset, 
I wanted to break this habit. Now, it could be also the action is that you're driving a different way home because your trigger is when you see that shop, let's just say if it's McDonald's, if it's Krispy Kreme with red light on, whatever it is, it's triggering you. So you can fix two steps. You fix the step by removing the trigger because your action now is driving a different way. So once again, I'm going to repeat it. You've got your trigger. You've got the thought, the craving that comes with it. Then you've got the action. Change the action or the big kicker is change the response. What is going to give you just as much of a serotonin hit is going to give you what you're looking for and help retrain the brain. Now, if you want to dive more into the habits, because I tell you what, show me your habits and I'll show you your lifestyle. If you want to dive into the science of this more, there is an incredible book called Atomic Habits. It's written by the author, James Clear. This one you can download on Audible, but I tell you what, this one's worth actually getting in your hands because you will workshop stuff, you will write stuff out and really have a good look at your life and everything in our life is based on habits. I will do more on diets and health, but if we can really get your habits into check, that will make a significant difference because I know at the end of the day, if we even talk about nutrition, I know that you know pretty much how to eat pretty healthy, right? It's your habits that are tripping you up. If you can fix your habits first, that will be a game changer. Second game changer is looking at your macronutrients. Are you having enough protein? Are you having enough good fats? Because if you've got a lot of good fats in your body and you've got a lot of protein, that's very satiating. It's very filling. You won't be craving your sugar. It reduces your craving. We'll do more on that next time. And hey, if you love today's show... I would so love to hear from you. I would love to know if this resonates with you. So feel free just to reach out and private message me on Instagram or Facebook. Or if you want to support the show and support me, then rate and review the show on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. It's great to get the feedback because it really helps us with our rankings. And I will say this, I'm sure you've got a girlfriend, a friend, a mum, someone who's finding it hard to shift the weight share the show, share the show with her, let her get the message so we can help and support all the women here in Australia. Uh, that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed the show. See you in two weeks' time. Bye. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you are the happiest person that you know. I'm out.